But yeah, that one robot starts singing that song after the dad starts playing the trumpet or whatever he plays. Which robot? The random one that's got the scratchy voice. Yeah, talking to the mic. How's this? Yeah, that's good. This pop filter smells weird. It, sm- it smells like plastic. It smells like the inside of a car. It smells like cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the sound check? Yeah. Here, keep talking. No, talk. Talk like you normally talk. I need to see what your waveform looks like. <laughs> Hello. Hey, there you go. Hey, keep, how you doing? Keep talking. Hey, hey, how you doing? 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 I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you got to talk I'm gonna into be, it. I'm going to be the mason of this podcast. Oh, oh and I'm wiggling boom. the wire. I'm doing everything wrong. Oh, my God. At least I can say hi, Dylan. Hi, hi, Wendy. Wait, we're doing we're doing this wrong. Wait, what is it? Was Wendy th- podcast th- episode, whatever. No. <laughs> I was gonna do it. All right, you do it. No, it's too late. Well, I don't have the number. I didn't no, do it right. It's too late. Right. It's number twenty-nine. Well, I'm behind. I'm still on save ribbons. No, actually, I finished that one. You know, I entrust you to stay ahead so you can give me pertinent and timely feedback. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to listen to this other podcast in preparation for this podcast. You're still not talking into the mic. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to move it. Is that okay? I, I, whatever. Okay. Go, yeah, go ahead. Here I go. Here you go. I guess we'll both we'll both move ours. And but, it, but, it, but, it. but it sounds like a hurricane right now. No, it just sounds like it sounds like 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 that. Sounds like but like very very like a really deep bass. Okay. You good? Yeah. 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 That's good. <clears throat> me 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 me. And here's the news. Oh. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Dylan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, Thanks for inviting me on the show again. Well, I didn't have anyone else to talk to. <laughs> oh. So. Okay. It's uh, spring break. So. Woo-hoo! So everyone, all of our friends left us. Party! Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's partying it up. Getting shwasty. I don't know where Dan is. And Dan naked. Kinda- Dan, yeah, mm. Dan's getting naked. Dan's always getting naked. <laughs> Dan, I don't know where Dan went. I know uh, Alex went to New York and Mason's in Florida, obviously, to enjoy. They needed to get as far away from each other as possible. That's it. It's a. <laughs> they're separated right now. <laughs> they don't know if they're gonna file the paperwork, but they're working on it. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fix things. They're gonna figure things out together. Wait, why do you get headphones and I don't get headphones? Do you want headphones? Yeah. Where are my headphones? Well. Here they are. I wish you told me that beforehand. You know it's going to take more than just plugging these in, right? Oh, no, okay. It's a multi-step process. I don't care. Okay. I just, you look all cool with your headphones. Talk. Say something. 
Hi. When I say talk, I mean like talk in your normal voice, not shouting to it. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish <sighs> justice, ensure domestic tranquility, I'm trying to make you, I'm provide trying to make you for sound the common good. defense. Provide for the common defense. Promote the general welfare and promote the blessings of liberty. See, I learned to ourselves just the and our posterity speech. to ordain. I didn't learn this and awful establish song. This so thank God I can't sing this right now. You know what's really good when we talk over each other? That, that always sounds good. Can you <laughs> okay. let me sing my song? No. Other. You were the one that wanted me to talk. I wanted you to. Never mind. Never Can we mind. start this now? <laughs> yes. Is it started already? Yeah. Look. You're going to keep all that. We already have. I might cut it down. We already have five minutes of. <laughs> A good oh. five minutes of quality content quality right there. Quality content. <laughs> um, but yeah. So everyone's gone. They've left. They've flown the coop. They left Richmond. We left the, the cage open. And they just escaped. Not so, again. So. So. I'm going to have to go round them up. Um. But Mason's in Florida, coaching them rowers. Did you see the picture they put up? Of the spaceship? Yeah. Yes! There's, I'm so jealous right now. There's a space shuttle. <gasps> I want to see it. There's a space shuttle floating on the canal that they row in Cocoa Beach. Just like, you know, 50 yards away. No big deal. Well, it makes sense because Cape Canaveral's right north of there. No, but it's like those barges that would pass us in the morning. It's like, oh, this one has a spaceship on it. <laughs> what? It's precious cargo. That's so cool. That is cool. I'm jealous. I mean, I saw the photograph and that's all I needed. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to see it in real life? I know what a spaceship looks like. Yeah, but it'd be real big. Yeah, but it's not like I could go up and touch it. No, but you could see and be like, whoa. Whoa. That's real big. That's that's so big. And I'm real small. I'm so tiny. Just a small little rower. Small. Small. Uh, yeah, but we used to do that thing, that crew thing, go down every spring break and kill ourselves. I do not miss that car ride. Uh, I like car rides. But that one? Yeah, it's fine. Ugh. It's only till like the very end, but even at the very end, like the end of car rides are always fun because it's usually night and night driving's fun. And especially if you're not doing the night driving. It's night driving, but it's also night driving in a new location. So it's extra fun. So like, you know, when our my family would take a trip to New York City or something, you get into Manhattan, like as the sun's setting, if it hasn't already set and it's cool. It's like, you know, New York City at night. That's cool. I like that. Uh, the only part that I didn't like is that one time when I was riding shotgun with one of our coaches, our former coaches oh, in the van. No. And she like braked at the last second behind this person. And I probably freaked out too much, but it looked like she was just going to ram straight into the back of this car. And I was like, where's this loading? <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> Was this the coach that wore headphones while driving, or was this the other one? Wait, which coach wore headphones? Virginia. Virginia wore headphones? Yeah, and we would, like, talk to her to say without saying, please don't wear your headphones while you're driving. Please. Please, please don't wear your headphones. Please. Uh, I mean, that's who I was talking about, but I don't remember her wearing headphones. Yeah. That's irresponsible. Yep. Yeah. Um... But, I mean, we're going to be taking a long car ride soon in April. 
Yeah, but that one's not as bad. To Boston? Yeah. It's like eight hours. And the Florida's like 12, 14 hours. Okay. That's... And you're in a van full of people. Yeah. I don't like people. All right. Fair enough. I'm excited for the Boston drive, though. Me too. And we're staying in an Airbnb. Yeah, we're trying out oh, Air- boy. Airbnb for the first time. That's going to be interesting. We're staying in Cambridge. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're going kn- kn- to look at colleges. <laughs> I know nothing about the greater Boston metropolitan area. So we're going to be staying in Cambridge. Then we got to get to the Boston Convention Center. Some of the hotels had a river view. Of the Charles? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Those oh. are one of the ones that had like, it would have been $1,000 if we were to stay there. No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. We can just go look at it. Your waveform is really small. I'm trying to figure out because why. I'm really small. You want a wee small waveform. How about now? Right, yeah, see, look, it's bigger. Okay, I'm just going to talk like Dan. What, well, well, you don't? <laughs> I'm that... a big, meaty man. Mm, meaty. <laughs> That's what you think Dan sounds like? Yeah, big and meaty. I'm big and meaty man. <laughs> you all have very good radio voices. Like It's the compressor. Okay. Well, they're also distinct enough where I can tell you guys apart because I remember when I first listened to the Bombcast, I thought everyone sounded the same. Bradley? Well, Brad, I could tell. Yeah. But Vinny, Ryan, and Jeff, they all pretty much sound the same. Okay. See, see, where you're talking right then, that's how you should keep talking. Okay. See? See how good your waveform looks back there? Oh, so good. Yeah, there you go. Uh... Maybe that's a little too loud. I can't tell. Because you were redlining before. I don't know. I'll, I'll just yell. Uh, don't do that. And then we'll go from there. No, just don't do that. Um, what if I yell from back here? <laughs> then you're going to sound super echoey. All right. No. Get up on the mic. Get up on that mic. Get up on that mic. Sibilant S. Sibilant S. Sibilant S. The human torch was denied a bank loan. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Unique New York. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Oh. I love scotch. Yeah. So is this what you guys do? Yeah, that's all we do. Shoot the shit. And shoot that poop. <laughs> that poop. That poop though. That poop though. Get closer to the mic. Hey, see, Dylan. Wh- see where I am? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Like this. Okay. Yeah. Now that half my peripheral vision is a uh, pop filter, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> yes. What you been playing, man? Um, nothing. I've been playing games. Oh God. Ask me what I've been playing. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to. You can tell me what I've been playing. Uh. Nothing? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing, Wendy? DDR. Which stands for? Dance, Dance, Revolution, Ultra Mix 3. Three, I've been play- three, 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 three. I've been playing specifically Ultra Mix 3. And which other ones do you own? Uh, something 4 and some other one. <laughs> Can I guess Ultra Mix 4? It, you know, it might be Ultra Mix 4, but I'd have to get the box. I could get it. It's right there. No, no, we're good. We don't need... Uh, visual confirmation i got some other ddr games wait this really? one yeah but this one's my favorite because it's got is there like a ddr first person shooter is that what you mean is there like a ddr no. kart racer no no oh. it's like halo you got a bunch of different ones but it's all the same stuff 
Hmm. It's like it's like Mario Kart. It's so, the same shit. They just change it a little bit every single time, and they give it a new name. Yeah, but at least with Mario Kart, it's fun. Oh, DDR is the, the best. DDR what are you talking is never about? fun. What are you talking about? It's the best. I don't like DDR. It's so good. It makes parts of me jiggle <laughs> that I don't yeah, like. Yeah, you got to jiggle them away. No. Dance your booty off. No. So it's gotten to the point where I am afraid to play on hard because I'm afraid I'm going to fall. Okay, wait, hold on. So what are the difficulties in Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> Ultra right. Mix 3? Yeah. I had to clear this up for them. <laughs> so it, it varies by game, but usually it, there's a beginner the mode. bullshit varies from game to game. There's a beginner mode. Beginner is for people who basically have never played before. And when you play it... <laughs> Otherwise known as white people mode. No. You it's can't for, dance. No. You put it on and a dancer is on the screen behind your arrows and they move the way you're supposed to move so you can see when you're supposed to move your foot so it helps you a little bit but their feet move at like lightning speed so it kind of doesn't help but there's the visual of a person on a mat so you can see how you're supposed to move your legs Uh huh. and there's like maybe one arrow every 10 seconds yeah it's they come <laughs> really really slow yeah it's really easy it's for beginners and then there's light. Light is um the ne- can, the it, next difficulty. Yeah, up. it can get kind of difficult, but basically on light you will never have uh, arrows overlap. You will have combos where you have to hit two arrows at the same time. Wait, what is it? What's what's an overlapping arrow? So when you get to standard, you get overlapping arrows where you have to press them in quick succession, and it's not on every beat because okay. on light it's separated in beats uh-huh. and every step hits that beat but on standard it um basically goes with the cadence of the song so it can switch up depending on the song okay and then heavy it's just heavier than standard um and then there's this some songs have this level not all songs have this level but it's called oni o-n-i i don't know what it means it's it's something japanese um, basically, I think it's impossible to do without the bar that you have on the arcade versions the of DDR, because you basically need to hold yourself up in the air while your legs hit all the buttons. It's like river dance at that yeah, point. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, just, just to reiterate, the difficulties are called beginner, yeah. light, yeah. medium? No, standard. Standard? Okay, so beginner, light, standard, heavy... Oni. Yes. That progression doesn't make any sense. Why not? Okay, well, beginner and light, like, there's no scale between those two. Why would why is light technically less or more difficult than beginner? Because beginner is for beginners, but light is a lighter version of the game. Standard is like the basically normal level. But also there's no like thematic consistency between the difficulty designations. You go from beginner, which, okay, beginner makes sense. You know, you classify a difficulty as beginner level. Then you go to light. Okay, that sounds like you're describing a beer now. <laughs> like, welcome to DDR light. You know, 90% of the... Yeah, so if you get 10% a... 10% of the calories, yeah. all the flavor. If you get a standard beer, it's a beer. If you get a light beer, it's a light beer. So, so there's that distinction. 
and then you go to heavy. So it goes from beginner. And then you have heavy beers. So, so you picked a really bad metaphor <laughs> to argue. No, with but me. I'm saying that the consistency between them, like, there's no beginner beer. What's a beginner beer? But that's when the Mickey's? metaphor breaks down. It's a beginner level for the game. That's what I'm saying. There's no consistency between the terminology used. It says you. And then you get to heavy. And then you get to oni. Well, it probably means something in Japanese. It does mean something in Japanese. What does it mean? It means just Japanese. Here, I got this. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. The fuck is oni? Oni in Japanese. No, it did Picked up the fuck is Oni. Sources. Okay, I found this on the web for Oni in Japanese. It's Japanese folklore um, translated as demons, devils, ogres, or trolls. <laughs> so it's supposed to be scary. It's a scary level. It's the ogre beer. Yeah. Horrific suffixes for addressing or referring to people. Mm-hmm. 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 It, it doesn't make any sense. It does. It's all bullshit. It's a scary level. It's all bullshit. Just like DDR. Whatever. It's all bullshit. You're just mad because you suck at it. You know, fair. (laughs) (laughs) I have no argument there. Uh, Is that all you've been playing? Mm. You got anything else about DDR? Why do you like DDR so much? Like, because, I mean, like, let's clarify. Wendy kept her original xbox around and has it hooked up and then has two mats two ddr mats that are xbox original xbox compatible so i mean you obviously have a certain amount of dedication to this game yes well i kept the xbox because there are other games i have that i really like and i just can't give it away cuz no, I mean I still, my, I still have I still have my original Xbox, yeah. but it's in a it's in a bigger box somewhere. Yeah. Well, and I've kept it with me for that reason. I want to play DDR on it because it's really fun. I've played it in high school and it was basically the game I played with my cousin when I went over to her house cuz she had an Xbox before me and she had DDR and all the dance mats. Um and I got her hand-me-downs. Her hand-me-down dance mats? Yeah, I got one of her dance mats when she got a new one. And I got one of her games. Um, so I was able to play it. But she was always better than me because she owned it, so she could play it when well, I wasn't there. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. But it was the same thing because she had all the Legos, and so her Lego house would always be better than mine because she would build it after I left. So with my cousin, her name's Kylie, there was this competition between us because she was always better at the stuff she had so i always wanted to beat her so we would play it all the time and i would try to beat her and like even when she was done playing you'd keep playing i'd keep playing and practicing yeah like when i didn't have an n64 i went to my cousin's house and we would play mario party together and then when he was kind of like all right i'm done playing mario party i would like stay it was set up in the garage Mm -hmm. at that point and it was like this really small maybe like 12 inch crt tv and it was freezing in their garage. So I had this thick, heavy winter jacket on. And I was just sitting there like on a, on a shitty little chair playing Mario Party on this little CRT TV. Because that was the only time I'd get a chance to play it. So the setup at her house, um, they had a living room. But all the games were in the game room or the den. 
and they had a 64-inch CRTV. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was humongous. Oh, my God. And they had a hand-me-down couch thing. It was an L-shaped couch, but it can unhinge, so it could be two couches if you wanted it to be. Okay. So they usually had it in an L shape, but it was unhinged, mm-hmm. enclosing the TV. And then there was like a six by six space where we put our mats and played. So essentially, we were on top of the TV playing. So we have the 64 inch TV with these giant arrows in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> so like my eyes are watering after every song because my eyes have been just worshiping, staring at worshiping this giant the DDR screen. god. <laughs> Bow down to the DDR god. <laughs> Like when you close your eyes after a while, you see the arrows oh God. scrolling in front you of you. You got burning, you know, like yeah. plasma screen burning. You yeah. got burning, but on your eyes. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And it's especially bad because I wear contacts now. So my eyes get really burny after a long song because I just don't blink. I need to remember to blink. But does that happen when you play rock band? Yeah. That was another game I was really obsessed with. That one I played with Albert, my brother. We got it for Christmas, and we played it all through Christmas break into New Year's. Like, that was what we did New Year's. We played rock band until the morning. Um, and I was, like, it's the same sort of obsession. I wanted to be good at it. But now it was at my house, so I could be as good at it as I wanted to. Yeah, this is a special, it's a special kind of feeling when you first get one of those kinds of games that is skill-based and then you can dedicate as much time to the skill required because you have unlimited access to it. Mm-hmm. That happened a lot with me with um, the Halo games, especially Halo 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Spend a lot of hours on Zanzibar or some map just playing, especially when you have multiplayer or online access, yeah. Xbox Live access, like... You're constantly refining your skills. But see, with that game, I really had no interest in playing it unless it was multiplayer. But so you, but you I, play online multiplayer. Right, but I didn't because, again, it was at Kylie's house. So I played oh. with Kylie and her brother and my brother. So that's really the only time I liked playing it because it was like playing with your family. Right. Well, cool. Play anything else? Not recently, but I did play that Lord of the Rings game. Oh my god, I did it again. <laughs> what? Called the Lord of the Rings. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, I'm going to tell this story okay. then. I was playing the Game of Thrones Telltale uh. game. I was just sitting there and Wendy comes in she goes, I'm playing Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and Wendy, to her credit, like we've watched all of Game of Thrones together. I like, know she, which is which. She knows, you know, she, she has her feet steeped in popular culture she knows what what's what but the fact that she said that she sounded she turned into like a 40 year old housewife at that moment like oh gee what are you boys playing oh you got the lord of rings he man's my favorite character in lord of rings uh I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I wasn't offended, but I just kind of swiveled in my chair and looked at you. <laughs> and I didn't know what I said. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Well, I also call the post office the mail store sometimes. Yeah, mail so. store. <laughs> oh, I got to take these letters to the mail store. <laughs> got to buy us some mail. I was playing the Game of Thrones game. 
Game of Thrones, a Telltale Experience. Telltale yeah. Games game. Yeah, that one. And um, I was listening to the podcast where you were talking about this, um, how you, you said basically no matter what you do, it's going to be the same story. Some things are just going to happen. Yeah, well, that's true across. you saw the um, part where Lord Forrester, the little boy. Oh. I didn't choose the same options you did, but he still ended up dying. Yeah. But the thing is... Spoiler alert, he dies. Oh, yeah. We did both let Ramsey in. So I'm curious as to what would have happened if he wasn't let in. I, I'm, I'm guessing he would have stormed in. Anyway. Yeah, I'm curious about that too, but I didn't think he'd storm in. I think they'd make some sort of bullshit excuse because I've seen the cutscene because it was in the trailer mm-hmm. of what the interaction looks like if you don't let him in and you guys just talk on the other either side of the gate. So you think it's the same dialogue, but... Or um, the same lines, but no, in a I, different I, setting? No, that's what I'm saying. They they probably changed up the lines to suit the, the that situation. But what I'm saying is that you probably still ended up dead. Yeah. But I bet it was some bullshit reason, like someone shot an arrow through the gate and killed him. Or you got diphtheria. Diphtheria? Mm-hmm. What's that? A disease. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Dr. Oh, Rivera. Oh, no, no, no. Is, this uh, reminds me of the Oregon Trail. We were watching that video. But you don't night. jump don't no, you can't jump jump around to find diphtheria first. It's a disease. That does what? That appears on Oregon Trail and sometimes your people die of it. Oh, okay. That was a that was a segue. Yeah. Okay. See, I can do that. Okay. Okay. Well, I've ridden the segue before. Right off the cliff. Nope, still here. You know that's how he died? Huh? The founder of segway no he died he did not riding a segway i'm looking that up right now i do not, not believe you it's true i'm a business student we have to study <laughs> this shit okay i still don't believe you it's true you look it up i'm going to all right well then now i have to stall so oregon trail o- oregon trail all right so um i watch a lot of those did you know gaming videos because it's just nice it's you know it's interesting to hear about all that trivia and they cycle through different uh, YouTube personalities. Oh, my God. The do. Yes, I told he you. Did. I told you. Oh, no. That poor man. That poor man. Oh. These segues have gotten the highest safety rate. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, and one of the people doing one of the voiceovers for Did You Know Gaming was um, Brutal, Mo- Brutal Moose was his youtube channel and he does all of these uh, retrospectives and i've seen the one they did he's done for lego island one and two and those are really good uh but there's one for oregon trail 2 which i didn't even know there was an oregon trail 2 you told me that you played a specific version of oregon trail yeah i described it to you and it ended up being oregon trail 2 because i didn't know what exactly yeah because it you, was you just called it oregon trail so yeah. i assume they made like Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail, 1997 edition, or something like that. Nope, I played the one with real people in so, it. So, but no, it's a actual, literal sequel to Oregon Trail, and I've never played either Oregon Trails. Well, so. that video did a pretty comprehensive experience of it with the sounds. Oh, whenever something bad happens, there's this like knife is about to stab the protagonist sound. It goes. And it's, some, it still awoke some fear in me when it played in the video. I was like, oh, no. Some Alfred Hitchcock type sound effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like whenever you ford a river, you're just waiting 
Because it shows an animation of your wagon going over the river whenever you decide to ford it yeah, or they like did take that a the, ferry. They did that in the original one too. So you're watching it to Here. make sure it's not the animation where it tips over. Beep, 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 beep. And it, it's all like really bad like sprite work. It's like that Donkey Kong Country style <laughs> sprite work where everything is realistic and then they animate it. Like all the all the people are just real actors that were um, photographed in front of a shitty green screen. And then when they do and then when they have dialogue, all the dialogue is re- recorded um, and then their mouths move. No, their their mouths don't actually move. I think he did that. Really? Yeah. No. I don't remember their no, mouths. No, that's too moving. much work for that video. Really? Yeah. Oh. But like I don't remember it being that corny. It it looked real bad <laughs> because there's like five frames dedicated to someone's talking. So they like and obviously it's just cuz of the kind of computers they had at the time, but they were just saying like, "Oh, it sure is great. We should camp here for the night," but their their mouths are moving like anime characters. It's just ah oh. Uh, yep, that Donkey Kong type animation. Well, so in Donkey Kong um, Country, they made they used they took models like real three D models and then took photographs of them of the models and then rotoscoped it. So they are able to keep this for the time relatively good looking like sprite work. They're all sprites, but they're sprites of three D models. That sounds disgusting. Well, it's you know because the. Super Nintendo can process 3D models. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it reminded me of. It was just that very kind of like super interlaced, like poor quality image kind of stuff. But yeah, um, that looked like hot trash. <laughs> it's still fun. Yeah. Well, at least it's got something going for it. Uh, the journaling. Oh, what was that? Uh, what was that game that came with Encarta Encyclopedia? Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember the encyclopedia thing, but what game came It was like it? some medieval game. <gasps> yeah. Remember that? When uh. I couldn't figure that game out, I would just walk through the castle and be like, there's obviously no game in here. It's just a castle. Yeah. I can't figure this out. Same thing with Seawolf. Seawolf? Oh. That submarine game, Albert would play it. He figured it out, but every time I played it, it's just a periscope and you look out the water and there's nothing. Seawolf. Yeah. That's a book. Did you read yeah. that book? Yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure that's the game's name. Sure you're not just talking about that book? I might be. No, but uh, there was this game where you're in a submarine. And it was like that castle game. It was just, I don't know what to do. You just walk around the submarine and interact? Well, no, you could like talk to the captain and then look at your periscope. Did you ever play uh, Steel Diver? Mm-mm. I think it was Steel Diver because they made a new version of Steel Diver for either the DS or the 3DS. But I remember playing this old submarine game when I was really young where it was a side scroller and you were a submarine and you just went back and forth. Um, and it was a single screen and then you sh- and there were like battleships on the surface of the water that would drop uh, deep sea mines to try to blow you up. Mm-hmm. But then you had like missiles and stuff to shoot up. Mm-hmm. I think it was Steel Diver. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah. Well, I don't think I talked about this in the last time I was here, but I played those Pajama Sam games. Pajama Sam. Pajama Sam. Oh, I talked about them. You did? Did you talk about the new one? Which one? The one I hadn't played before. 
But you, you've only played one of them. I've played two of them. Okay, which ones have you played? No Need to Hide When It's Dark Outside and Thunder and Lightning Aren't So Frightening. And then I played the one with the food. The one with the food. Uh. Oh, yeah, I'll watch you play some of that one. Yeah. So it was really... Cause, he eats all, like eight boxes oh, of cookies yeah. at the beginning of that game. Because the game is like focused on good eating Yeah, healthy habits. eating habits. And I was like, look, Sam, I was a fat kid too. <laughs> and I could fuck up some famous Amos. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. I don't think he ate them all at once. Because he was trying to get the box tops for some Captain... Wendy, they were all littered around him. He was sitting in front of the television. Those could have been old ones. He just left them on the floor? Yeah. His mom would have killed him. Eh. It'd be Pajama Sam. Learn to pick up your shit. That's what the you game, get. That's before what the you get are. hit. That's what the games are. In the game, he has to pick up his shit because his mom said so. He before has to pick he up hit. socks. He has to pick up. Uh, I think one game was puzzle pieces. Oh, are you talking about the collectible? Yeah. Do you get anything for those? So there's like a side. There's an optional collectible in like each one of these games. And in the first game, it's socks because he goes into his uh, closet. In the other game, it's puzzle pieces, and I know when you put them together, you see the puzzle, obviously. Well, that's kind of unrewarding. But I don't think I've ever collected all the socks, so I don't know, because they're really hard to find. Some of them, you have to get while you're in an animated part of the game, like on that minecart. You know how yeah. some of those scenes were animated? Yeah, like no well, it's control. It's not animated, but it's like, it, yeah, it's auto-scrolling. Yeah. So you can click and stuff, so you have to see the sock and get to it in time before the scene cuts. Oh, that, that, but come on. That, that, that's a good 20 seconds. Not all of them. I think you can do it. We're, we're going to do a Pajama Sam speed run. <laughs> no, I did a speed run with that new one that I played because I understand the layout of the games. I know how it goes. Oh, good. You understand a game made for six-year-olds. Yes, Dylan. Anyway, um, so I was like, okay, I'll be able to finish this in like two hours. Like two hours straight, no problem. That's my limit. That's my hard limit. No, I think I ended up taking two hours, but not straight. Um, It was hard. I got stuck at one point. I couldn't figure it out. And I knew, because from experience, when you're stuck, you just got to click on shit. And eventually you're going to get it. It's aided me throughout life. But... The thing was, I had apparently not clicked on something I thought I already clicked on, so I was just running in circles trying to figure out what was going on, uh-huh. and it doesn't help when the game has aspects <clears throat> that are meant to be used in another run of the game, <coughs> so like in the set that I got, there were pieces of the map that would have been beneficial if I got another set, but because of the set I had, those are just filler. Because some of the puzzles don't require all pieces of the map. I think that's the most fascinating part about these games, is yeah. how it's randomly generated in that yeah. way. How they're just different seeds. But those hinder the game because then you get stuck on those areas thinking, oh, maybe this is something I have to do, and then it turns out it's nothing. But I think the first game was really good about that because it would close off areas that you didn't need or like take away the fun things in them so you didn't really need to go there. Hmm. But in this game, it was all open. Or so I think. I've only played it once. I think uh, Ron Gilbert was like lead programmer on that as well. I think he dedicated more than just the 
the writing to it. Maybe he was like lead game designer or something, but he he did a lot of work on those things. I like those games. You like which one? You play putt putt. Um, I only played the demo. I never had putt putt. I did play Freddy Fish. I played. I had two of those. I don't remember what they were called. Um, Freddy Fish. It's time to dish. No. Freddy Fish. Splish no, splash, taking a bath. It's something like the magic conch or something. <laughs> I know, I know it conch. wasn't that, but it was something like that. Oh hail the conch. Oh mighty conch, what should we do? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. The conch has spoken. Ah, uh, SpongeBob quotes. We're watching the wire. Oh, man. And they reference Spongebob. Let me tell you. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, because they throw in things that are popular at the time. So you'll hear like... Yeah, it was like 2005. You'll hear music that made the top 10 in the top 100 billboard lists. Or you'll hear... Yeah, so like, I guess Spongebob came out in 2006. So in this episode, they talked about Spongebob. Was it really 2000? No, it was earlier than that. I wasn't... I was in elementary school. In 2006, you were in middle school. But that's what I'm saying. I was in elementary school when... You did? SpongeBob came out. I thought we were in middle school. I remember being in fourth or fifth grade. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fact checked. Fact check number two. Number one was, did the Segway guy die? <laughs> number two is SpongeBob's creation year. Fact check. Fact check. Hang on. Wait, get up on the mic. Hang on. Get up on there, Don't get up on the mic and then just lean back again. I'm not going to talk. <sighs> but you're making me talk. But uh, Yeah, because I don't want dead air. Talk. Oh, man. You're right. May 1st, 1999. Okay, so like... Yeah, fourth grade. You're right. 1999? No, but... You were in fourth grade in 2000, so you would have seen it in fourth grade. No, 2001, you were in fourth grade. Yeah, fourth or fifth grade was 2001. I remember 9-11 happening. Where were you? This, that's that's my oh, cultural my touchstone. That's my like. That's how I remember. Do you want to talk about that Williams, uh, Colonial Williamsburg ad? What? So um, my boss, her uh, husband used to work for Colonial Williamsburg. My boss and her husband uh, both state theater. I think they both have their master's degrees. So my boss's husband, uh, I believe his name is Brandon. He used to be, used to be, um, it has nothing to do with this advertisement, but up until recently he worked at Colonial Williamsburg, which is a historical kind of, what word you use? This podcast brought to you by Colonial Williamsburg. Oh God, I hope not. They're not doing so well right now, <laughs> but um, we have cheese. We have cheese. When I went to Colonial Williamsburg, and you go to the stall, like the or the sh- the store, the food, the general store, the food shop. You know what I got? <laughs> I got this hard, like crusty hunk of bread, and I got a root beer, <laughs> and I just sat outside on like the <laughs> corner and ate my crusty, crunchy kind of. Could you be any more <laughs> Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta live it up. Yep. Is that was that like his treat? 
Um, Hardtack and root beer? No, the beginning of his autobiography starts when he's like 17 and he uses the last of his money to buy two loaves of bread when he lands in Philadelphia or wherever. From where? I don't know. No. Wherever but, he came from. But, um... He took a ship somewhere. He, uh... Hey, Evan just got back to us. Hey, Evan. About PAX East. He's coming with us. Yeah. Uh, all right. Roll it back. Claudia Williamsburg. What is it? It's a historical... It's a tourist site. Yeah, it's a historical it's like tourist Jamestown, location. Yeah. But it actually has people living yeah, in it. Yeah, there are reenactors there. Uh, Brandon was responsible for, like, hiring and training these reenactors because he has an acting background. For the Super Bowl, uh, the um, they aired an ad, and apparently this ad like was aired uh, regionally. I think like across like the Mid Atlantic, maybe farther north along the Eastern Seaboard, and it's an ad for Colonial Williamsburg, and it's it's you know pitching the historicalness of the location. And what they do is they show all of these historical events, but in reverse. And one of the events they show is 9-11. So they show the Twin Towers rising up out of the rubble. What the fuck does being... Colonial Williamsburg have to do with 9-11? Nothing. But they were using historical moments to talk about we're historical. Let's take you back into the past. Let's take you. Let's rebuild the Twin Towers. Pretend so, it so never happened. They... They rape and pillage Indian towns in Colonial Williamsburg? Is that what they're insinuating? What? Well, if we're taking you back to tragedies like 9-11... I don't remember... Are they going to take us back to those rapes and pillages? I don't remember what the other cultural touchstones were in the in the ad. But that was the one that got everyone really upset, rightfully so. But... um. <laughs> Apparently their Twitter account didn't handle it very well. Oh no. Because like it was whoever was handling their social media at the time was basically talking back to anyone that said like, Hey, this is inappropriate, maybe you shouldn't have done that. He's like, Well, mur 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 fuck you, blah blah blah. They didn't say fuck you, but they you know, they weren't very gracious and yeah. they weren't, you know they're being very high and mighty for someone that did something that could be seen as inappropriate. What were we talking about? I don't know. This is a very hi history-heavy podcast. Well, it is me. It is Wendy. I bring the history. The history major. Yeah. A history major. I'm going to ask you some questions, but okay. we're we're going to take a break. Aw. Just a quick break. Okay. Okay. No, I'm going to do the break music. This is copywritten. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm off key. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to get a DMCA full down because of you. And we're back. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't sing anymore. Okay. Uh, you're a history major. Yeah. We seem to be talking about a lot of oh, his historical things. Oh, is that things. how the Colonial Williamsburg thing came up? No, I just brought, I don't even, I don't remember. Okay. That's so far in the That's past That's such a now. long time ago. I'm just, we're talking about a lot of games in the past and a lot of historical based games and things of that sort, so I thought you might be interested in talking about your major. Um, 
I got a major in history, but I technically don't get the diploma until I finish my major in elementary education. Uh, technicalities, technicalities. <laughs> what do you enjoy about history? The stories. Stories. Lectures, basically story time. So you should just call history... Story hist- time. <laughs> <laughs> should call a history degree old stories. Yeah, and it's cool because we're all humans and we like to hear about humans. I'm not. We're all interested in where we came from. And history tells us that. Uh-huh. What's your, what was your favorite history subject? I didn't take this class until my last semester, but I really liked history of China. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about China. Yeah, that's always fun. And I really liked history of Africa when I took it because I had nothing, like, I didn't learn anything about Africa. So finally learning about it was great. Yeah. I like learning about stuff I don't know. I'm tired of taking American history, which I had to take. But I mean, there are some reasons. There are so many subsets of American history that. Yeah, I did learn a lot from college American history. Like they teach us stuff they don't teach us in high school. Mm -hmm. There are three major events in American history. War 1812, (laughs) Antietam. Antietam. And Pearl Harbor. No, and the Great Awakening. In the second Great Awakening. In the eighth Great Awakening. That part of American history always confused me during high school. Uh, why? Because, like, I think, because there were no, like, common historical points during that era that, like, I could grapple onto. Because that the Great Awakening is what? The early 1800s? I don't think it's called the Great Awakening. I think it's called the Revival Period or something. Um, but well, what what's when does it take place? I think it was the late 1700s, early 1800s. Yeah, because I remember us dedicating at least one or two class periods to that, but like not incorporating any other historical events. So I was kind of lost in terms of wait, what decade are we talking about? It came before the Victorian era because before the Victorian era. Women were seen as, oh, I forgot to wish you a happy International Women's Day. A happy International Women's Day. Hooray. Women. (sighs) Before the Victorian period, women were seen as the devil, and they solicited sex for men, and they turned men bad. The devil. The devil. The women were the the bad people. That's true. They turned good men bad. Happy International Devil's Day. The man's gone bad. No, that joke's not gonna play here. Not gonna, um, so, well, I would like to wish you Happy National Pancake Day. Oh yeah, women like pancakes. Women do like pancakes. I like pancakes. I can attest. They make me sleepy afterwards. I know though. at least one woman that likes pancakes. <laughs> no, okay, so pancakes gone bad. <laughs> I don't think the well, maybe I think this is why such emph- emphasis is given to the revival movement was because. It hit home with a lot of women um, because it taught things like don't drink. And so it was great because they'd bring that home to their husbands and then they didn't get beat by their husbands anymore because they weren't drunk. Or they had money to feed their children and so like their the, husbands going and spending it on the bar. Is this where like the, the, the seeds of the seeds of the temperance movement? Yes. It actually came from this. Um, but with this movement you see a switch with women being seen as the fairer sex the good ones the fairest of them all 
and where the men corrupt the women. That's um, true. And this is when, oddly enough, women became school teachers because before this, only men were school teachers. And now women were seen as the people who should bring up children because they so were is, the good ones. So this was the transition from Ichabod Crane to Miss Frizz that happened here? Um, I think Miss Frizz is a little too far in the future, but sure. I couldn't think of another female cultural uh, oh, school teacher. Oh, who's Helen Keller's teacher? That lady. So anyway, that's what I have to say about that. That's all I got to say <laughs> well, about that. That's a natural that. transition. Thank you for that. <laughs> hey, that, I'm better at segues when they're not forced. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Uh, play anything else? Mm. No, just a lot of DDR. I'm trying to get back into it because oh, I'm tired of running at the gym, but I need to make my ankle better. Yeah, I, I hurt my ankle. She rolled her ankle pretty bad a couple months ago. It was a sprain. <laughs> Big old goose egg. Big old goose egg. Peered uh, underneath the skin. And I don't trust myself to run outside yet. So instead of being stuck in the gym running the track, I could play DDR. Yeah. Yeah. Get you a Wii Fit board. And I think they've got to have DDR packs, right? Like DLC? I don't know. Just... What do you Someone's going to bring a DDR thing, right? I want to play DDR. Oh, at PAX. Yeah. I thought you said packs, Like packs of DDR. Yeah, just bring them in packs. Well, well, the, okay. Give me two packs of DDR. I need it. I don't I don't, I don't know. Um, I've never been to PAX before. Well, I haven't either. So just in case there's a DDR thing, I got to brush up on my skills. <laughs> in case there's a competition. Well, I, I got, don't want to embarrass myself. I got an email about the Omegathon What's form. That? That's their like big competition that they do at every PAX, and as long as you purchase a pass to PAX, you can go. Mm-hmm. But you have to have purchased a three day pass, because what they do is they take I think it's like twenty people and they do all these competitions, um, and you play a bunch of different games on a stage against each other, and, and people are eliminated until they get to the final two, and then the final game is usually a huge surprise. So one year is Jenga, so you just like open the curtain and it's just a single Jenga game that they have to play against each other. That sounds cool. Uh, one year, I think it was Halo 3 mm-hmm. or Halo Reach, but it was before it had come out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I forget. So it could be literally anything. It could be anything. Anything that's competitive. It could be Monopoly. It could be fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> well, none of these bullshit house rules, all right? Like you have to auction. No you have to auction the property. If you land on it, you can't just skip it. Yeah, no fucking paying. If you land on free parking, you don't get the fucking pot of money that's been collected. Fuck that bullshit. Those are all house rules. You should look those up. Stupid. Makes it more fun. No, it makes it take longer. Yeah, and more fun because you win money. Wee, money. You know, you win money if everyone wins, owns all of the property within the first five goes around the board oh don't be a dubby downer i just saying i've never finished a game of monopoly in my life i have it wasn't that satisfying what would be more satisfying if it didn't take because you, you can see the decline you know who's winning it's just a matter of let me get your money now <laughs> yeah that's right land on my properties um you went to emerson's a couple weeks ago right Yeah, we played games there what'd you play did you play so- what? So we played this game that literally can be played by preschoolers. 
Um, but it makes a fun drinking game because when you're drunk, you've got about the mental capacity of a preschooler. What's what's the game? I don't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> at the time I was a preschooler, I couldn't read, <laughs> but it had lots of pictures. It were these cards were circular. It came in a circular tin, and all the cards had various objects of various colors on them of various sizes, and um, it was like uh, crazy eights where you put a card down and then you have to put a matching card of either the same suit. Or the same number. You had to put down one of your cards that had the same object. But it made it difficult because the objects were different sizes. Um, I've already stopped paying attention. I'm sorry. Basically, you have to see if one of the objects on that card is on one of your cards that you're holding. And you put it down and you have to say what it is. Okay. So everyone's trying to put their cards down at the same time, trying to match. Um, but it helps because you can see colors. Well, one of Emerson's friends was colorblind? was colorblind, and everyone got three cards, and he was always left with like two cards in his hands after everyone was done. So I said, hey, how about he gets two cards instead of three, just to make it fair? It's a handicap. And Emerson's like, stop being a teacher. <laughs> stop making things fair. Emerson, we've mentioned Emerson before, but he is such a competitive person. Yeah, that's why he didn't want to make it fair. Well, and like... I feel like in a lot of ways I can I can keep up with Emerson. Like Hearthstone, no, no competition. He'll blow me away. But like Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, I can I can kind of hold my own against him unless he plays against Marth or plays as Marth. If he plays as Marth, I'm fucked because Marth is in Super Smash Brothers Melee is such has so many like trickster skills that can just get out of shit. Is like, he one of the band characters in? I don't. I don't fucking uh, know. I don't pay attention. I don't think he is because I remember watching some like, uh, watching that Smash Brothers documentary, and a lot of people played as Marth. I don't know who's been. I know Meta Knight's band, um, in the newer versions because Meta Knight can fly, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a disadvantage, or it's a huge advantage for whoever's playing Meta Knight. Jigglypuff um, can fly. No, but Meta Knight can stay flying. Can't Jigglypuff pretty much stay flying? No, Jigglypuff can puff up like five times and then. Yeah, but if you get high out. enough, you float down pretty slowly. But it's it's not nothing compared to okay. Meta Knight. I think he's li- basically Peach. I think Little Mac is banned. Little Mac. Little Mac, Mega Man. Uh and I like playing as Little Mac. He's I got, know you do. I love playing as Little Mac. Um. So yeah. Uh, a lot of things I don't like playing against Emerson because he takes it too seriously, except Rocket League, because he's so bad at Rocket League. Is he really? He's so bad at Rocket League, and I think it's just because he hasn't... No. I was going to say it's because he hasn't played much of it, but I don't think that's true, because he's the one that introduced us to it. That doesn't mean he's had a lot of experience with it. Right, but I'm saying that it's not like he had no kind of concept of the game. He's just... I don't think he has... Well, I don't think it interests him because he seems to be more into games where you got to think. That's what my and claim was. And this is simply was. skill. No, that's what my claim was. And Mason disagreed with me. And now I'm kind of seeing his side because, you know, Emerson likes Smash Brothers as much as he likes Hearthstone. Yeah, but or- Smash Brothers takes a lot of skill. Like, 
thinking. Like you gotta think what you're gonna do. Yeah, but there's it's a lot of reflexes. No, but Rocket League is just drive and hit the ball. No, there's a lot <laughs> it's of like skill. literally soccer. No, there's skill involved in Rocket League. There's a lot of skill involved. But not in the same so, amount that is involved in something Smash like Smash Brothers, Brothers in Rocket League require the same amount of hand-eye coordination. Same amount. Right, but this it's, is not the point. My point was going to be that that Emerson is not good at Rocket League and it infuriates him. I bet it does. And it drives so much joy Aww, within me. Why? Because he's just because I mean he's not a gracious winner. No. So when and it's not like but I, it's not like he rubs your nose in the dirt. But no. He just gloats a little bit. Okay, that's whatever. But and I don't like rub it in his face that he's bad at Rocket League. But it still, it does my heart good <laughs> to see that he's not that good at Rocket League. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm not, that's it. That's all. At the end of the day, he's amassed a small fortune gambling. <laughs> you can't say that within the U.S. borders. Oh, really? I don't know. Um, yeah, he's, 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 he's good at that stuff. We played... Um... Uh, was it Wolf? Is that what it's called? <laughs> One Night Ultimate Werewolf? Werewolf. That's what we played. Werewolf. One Night Ultimate Werewolf? It's called Werewolf. Okay. I like Werewolf. That's fun. Yeah. He had actual cards. Or no, they weren't. He taped paper onto some like magic cards or something. <laughs> His shitty cards? Yeah, some some cards. Um, I have all these land so cards. Index cards. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make like a custom set of werewolf cards. I thought it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the Mason card. Mm-hmm. And it should just be Mason. <laughs> you picture a Mason. <laughs> no, well, it should be like a, an illustration of Mason, like dressed up as like a 19th a Mason? century Mason. <laughs> yeah. Like a bricklayer or something. I think that would be good. Or just have every card just be a, a different person in our friend group. Mm-hmm. Like you'd be the doppelganger. Why? I don't know. Well, then it doesn't make any sense. Why does it not make sense? It only makes sense with Mason. Well, you have red hair. That's not natural. Doppelganger's not natural. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Some sort of vampire or something. I don't know. I'll be the vampire. There's no vampire and werewolf. We'll put one in it. <laughs> <laughs> I got vampire. <laughs> it didn't tell me to do anything. I'll get you... Um, You can be the ins- insomniac. Ye- no. Well, because I'm the um, what's the other one? Narcoleptic. Well, no, no, there is no narcoleptic, but the insomniac card is actually a narcoleptic because the abilities of the insomniac are actually that of what a narcoleptic would be. What? Like the insomniac card means you like you wake up and you look at your card at the end. Right. So you slept through all the other turns. No, because everybody wakes up. So it's not the fact that you slept through all the turns. The insomniac is you are awake enough to see what happened. Um, that's what it's getting at. Okay. Well, you're still going to be the insomniac. All right. Hey, you're a pretty sensitive sleeper. If I um, sneeze, you're like, what the fuck? No, apparently not, because I slept through a hurricane or two. So is everyone. We're from we, th- we had a tree crash into our house. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Um, we had a tornado warning. Oh yeah, that was fun. A week or two ago. I was at work. Yeah, that was weird. So I had the school alarm, the Ertz thing right behind me. Yeah. That thing is loud. Yeah. It's louder than a fire alarm. I heard the sirens from Oh my God. 
Like a well, sound. Well, no, they had the wailing sirens on. Oh, well, where are those located? I don't know. They always seem off in the distance like, wherever I am. It sounded like the end of the world. <laughs> it was no, yeah, that's what it sounded like in the dorm, too. Because it was nighttime, and there's just this... And pouring rain. <laughs> you thought it was the bombing of Britain or something. Yeah, but we had those big windows right by our desk, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Big old windows. Big old windows. Well, our apartment is half window, yeah, so... that's true. No, but that shower, it's got... Our shower's pretty secure. That shower dough. That shower dough. Uh, I skipped class. <laughs> not because of the tornado, just because I didn't want to go to class. And I asked people the next class period what I missed, and they're like, nothing. Because he started class, and within five minutes, the alarm went off, and everyone in the building had to shuffle into the basement. So I missed nothing. <laughs> so... I got paid an extra 30 minutes. Ooh. I had to stay at work. A whole four dollars. No, that's sixteen dollars. Wait, you think I make thirty oh, minutes? You're right. Yeah. I went the wrong way. Yep. Math. Math. Don't be a math teacher, Wendy. <laughs> I'm gonna see math class tomorrow. I'm going to school tomorrow. Oh boy. Wendy's doing her practicum, her student teaching. I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm teach real good. Teach kids real good. I've I've been playing a game. Okay. I've been playing this past week. I haven't been playing a lot of games because of uh, school and whatnot. But I've been playing this one game on your phone. On my phone with dots and things. Yeah. No, I've been playing two dots. That's that's Alex's and Sarah's jam. We need to get Sarah on. Yeah. That's what we need to do. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Agario. Have you heard of this game? Is this the game you were playing last night? Yes. You were playing something last night with dots and numbers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's basically like the fish game where you eat the bigger fish. Yeah. Or it's like the like the first um z- uh evolution stage of a uh, spore cuz you start as like an amoeba yeah. and you eat the other amoeba. Yum 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 yum. I like spore. Um but uh I heard of this game a while back like a couple months ago. My brother introduced it to me. Um and it's the most simplistic game you could possibly play. You start as a dot, and then you eat other dots. And the other dots are players, but there are also like little itty bitty dots across the the game map. And the game map is literally it looks like a piece of graph paper. And there are invisible edges to the map, so you can't you can't just scroll on indefinitely. But each dot you eat is um, one point. Each one of the itty bitty like food dots and then each player you eat which are called cells um you get however many whatever the size is and your size is um dictated by points you then increase by that size and also get that point to your point total so it's just super just boiled down darwinism you're just eat or being eaten and um but you also have some um, skills available to you. So you can either shoot out a piece of mass. Um, and I think that's to use it as basically bait. You say something? Shoot out a piece of mass? Yeah, a piece of your mass. So you like break off a piece of your mass and shoot it out in front of you. You poop at people. Well, you don't poop because it goes in front of you. 
You poop forward. You poop forward. <laughs> front butt. <laughs> um, but you can shoot this piece of mass out and because basically what happens is there's there's kind of like a, a magnetic pull. So if something's larger than you, um, and you can only be eaten by things larger than you. So if you run into someone who's even one point larger than you, he'll eat you. Is um, it easy to see well, people the, that are one point larger than oh, you? Oh, yeah, because the camera kind of zooms out and scales up as you do. And, every t- and as you get bigger, you get slower. So the smaller creatures, the prey, basically have an advantage because they have speed. Mm-hmm. But if they get close enough to get eaten or pulled within your magnetic force, then they're dead. And the magnetic force is like you have to be touching to be basically mm-hmm. pulled in. Um, so essentially you touch and then you're dead. But sometimes not so much because you could be touching, but there's like a certain, there's a, there's a radius within you that's smaller than oh. your own radius that is like your kill zone. So how do you know when you've eaten it? Is there a mouth? No, because you just see the thing get sucked in really quickly. Oh, okay. Like it's moving at its normal speed and then it'll get sucked in and then you grow. So what happens when you die? Do you start, do you start at the beginning? Yeah, you start completely at oh, the beginning. And sucks. there's a leaderboard. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if there's like a server breakdown or something, but there's a leader leaderboard in the upper right hand corner that you constantly see. It's like the top ten people, and they're just whoever's the biggest. But you have some, but these skills that you have, so you can shoot out a a piece of you, break it off, and you shoot it out. And I haven't really used that much, but I think that's used to basically like see if there's someone in front of you, because even though like this camera zooms out, you could just go over like a little bit, like half a screen over, and there might be someone like a hundred times your size, <laughs> but you just didn't see them, and then you're basically screwed. Yeah. Because like if you just keep going full speed ahead of you, then you're just going to slide right into them. So that mass thing is helpful for you to just like shoot something out and see if someone else eats it, uh, then then you can say, okay, that's a dangerous area to go. Do you lose points when you shoot at yes. the front butt? Yes. Oh. Well, so you don't lose points... Your your score value is whatever your max size has been. But you lose size. Yes. So you have to rebuild that size before your score starts going up again. And at the very end of the round, or when when you die, it shows you this graph of your how your size increases, mm-hmm. um, and any like differences in the size. So it can go up and it can go down. But um, and then your other skill you have is you just break in half, and you shoot your one half of your body size in front of you. So that's really helpful because the smaller people are smaller and they're faster. So you can shoot half of your size. And if you, you still eat them? Yeah, if you know you're big enough to even half of you will consume them, you can just shoot half your body size and consume them. And then you have two dots instead of just one. And, and then you gotta control them? Well, they just they just orbit around each other. Oh, they okay. just stay right next to each other. Like they... When they break apart, they're apart, and then they just gravitate towards each other. Will they ever come back again? Yes. So after a unspecified amount of time, they recongeal mm-hmm. into one bigger dot. Sounds disgusting. But then, but those two other dots can eat any dots that are smaller than them. So you can still go around and eat people and increase your mass as the two separate dots. Or you can break yourself in half again, so then you have four dots or whatever. But the thing is, as you keep doing that, you keep getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. And the risk is that if someone else, someone else can eat you and they can eat just part of you. Mm-hmm. So then you can just end up with like three dots after splitting yourself eight times um, and you're super, you're much faster. But if there's anyone else around you that's bigger that gets close to you, they're going to eat you. 
but it's just it's this cool thing of just like seeing the range and sizes of players because it's like you you could be you know starting at the beginning you'd be just this tiny little dot and then you just run into someone that is literally taking up half your screen like just obscuring half the screen you can't even see their name so your name you you just you make whatever name you want at the beginning just type it in a little text field and that's what appears in the middle of your dot and then you type like um and then there are like skins for the dot that you can assign so there's like a tiger stripe dot and there's solid colors. Rawr. Um, there's a Donald Trump dot. What, does it have hair? No, it's it's like... Or is it his face? It's a cartoonish portraiture of Donald Trump in front of an American flag. Ew. And there's one of Frank Underwood. Nice. Uh, I saw someone, it was a dot, it was just a blue dot called uh, Trump Trump Nation <laughs> going around. Um, I kept seeing these ones. I don't know if these were bots or whatever these were, but they were just URLs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, they were just in-game ads yeah just... someone found out how to get their soundcloud out oh <laughs> yeah on the end of our block someone tagged um one of the houses with a soundcloud url and now they're using these dots yeah more dots more dots more dots stop, stop dots stop dots uh and heal me <laughs> and so they're just it's just really it's really it's so it's such an uh a mindless game. So you have been interested in creating one of these mindless, simple phone games. Oh, I was interested in making a puzzle game. Right. Something so, well, more like is... a threes or something. But this seems like something that you would be interested in doing. Is this why you got into that game? Oh, uh, no. I just, I remember Perry talking about it and then I heard about it somewhere else. So mm. I was just like, I'm going to look at this again. Um, And I'll probably get bored of it in a week and mm-hmm. stop playing it but is it free yeah nice and it's on facebook so you can just log in with your facebook account and then i just was on my laptop on facebook that was the first time i've opened like a facebook game <laughs> in probably like eight years You're addicted because there was like a hangman game yeah. Or some word game. I remember playing that. In like high school. You remember that? Yeah, I think we played together. Yeah. It was like... Uh, I don't remember what it was. It was kind of like Scrabble or Words yeah. with Friends. It just gave you a random... Oh, uh, it was like they gave you like a field of words and you had to try to make as many words with the field of words that they gave you as possible. I remember Eddie Harvey always being at the top of that, of our like local, my friend's group leaderboard. And he's, he was our valedictorian. We had a friend named Eddie Harvey. He was our valedictorian. That was his name? Eddie Harvey. Harvey? Yeah. I didn't know that was his last name. He went to Princeton. He's that, nice. He was really nice. Fuck that bastard. He got my English teacher, our English teacher fired. Yeah. That was shitty. Because he wouldn't give him an A. Yeah. Because he didn't deserve it. He was a little obsessed about the A's. Well, yeah, you kind of are when you're valedictorian or about to be. He's not friends with me anymore on Facebook. He's got to clean up his social media. Yeah. I'll, he's going to be president, you know. Well, I'm kidding. Can't be hanging around with the likes of you. I wonder what he studied at Princeton. I don't know. But I was, I, I was kind of racking my brain to think of what I could possibly have done or said on Facebook to maybe have driven him away. I think he probably just went through his friends and deleted like, people he didn't talk to. I don't like you anymore. Well, you know, there are some people that do that. They go around and delete People they don't talk to. I don't have time for that. Yeah, I don't care. Or whatever. Accrue the Facebook. If I don't want to 
listen to you on Facebook, I'm just going to unfollow you. So on Airbnb, on your profile, it shows, if you connect it to your Facebook, it shows how many Facebook friends you have. And I've never looked at the number. I didn't know. Apparently, I have 414 friends. Oh, my God. I don't know that many people. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think half of it is like random crew people that I knew for two months and then then forgot. Yeah. Yeah. What was... Now I got to look at mine. It's on your Airbnb profile. Airbnb, I don't think I connected my Facebook to my Airbnb. Or maybe I did. No, I think I did. So it uses your Facebook profile picture as your picture? Yeah, that's what mine is. And at the moment, my... Oh, God. (laughs) At the moment, my profile picture is the Chola face filter on Snapchat. That's a terrifying filter. Wait, (laughs) what's it called? I think it's supposed to be a drag queen, but it looks like a Chola to me. And some people call it a Chola as well. So I don't know what it's supposed to be. What is a chola? Um, just Google it. I'm not. No, we're not doing it anymore. It's, Fact checking. It's like a um Hispanic woman who likes to put a lot of lip liner on and a lot of eyeshadow and wears a ponytail. Okay. And hoop earrings. Hoop. Um. And sneakers. Did you see that my dad commented on that your profile picture? Yeah, he comments on all my profile pictures. <laughs> he likes you. I don't know how many friends I have. I guess none. <laughs> I guess the answer is zero. Well, you have at least... At least one. At least... At least two. I'd say at least eight. Oh, okay. You could have a top eight. Top eight. This is MySpace. What's your top eight? God, you remember that? No, I never used MySpace. Oh, you missed out, man. I don't think I did. <laughs> I had a Neopets page. Oh, my Neopets are dying. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're starving. All starving. No, all the, the bottom three lo- accounts of mine. <laughs> the bottom hunger layer, the lowest hunger layer, is famished. They're famished. I thought it was starving. No, it was famished. Oh, okay. Because I remember logging into Neopets like a year or two and later. All famished. And they were all famished. Just take them to the soup kitchen. Yeah, you take them to the soup kitchen. You the get them omelet. up to like hungry. And then get, take them to the omelet. You take them to the giant omelet. You get yourself an omelet. This fucking socialist state that is Neopets. Well, it's because food is so expensive. You know how many games I gotta play to feed these four pets? <laughs> these Neopoints. That was such a cool thing. Man. Did you have a store? Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. You I could, had a store. Because you could like splice in custom css into your store page yeah and so you could turn the cursor like i saw people had the cursor as like you know tinkerbell or whatever so whenever i went to those pages i knew i can't afford anything in this store <laughs> i remember the paintbrushes remember the paintbrushes oh, you yeah. custom paint your i Neopet? never used them i just wanted them I th- to sell in my store I th- along with those bottles of sand yeah the bottles of <laughs> sand i um had i think it was the golden paintbrush yeah it was either the gold one or the sketchy one you didn't have the rainbow one no i had i think it was the gold one i painted my jub jub uh-huh. gold and then jub jub was the and he died yeah and then he starved to death <laughs> no you can't paint people gold they'll die is that like the beginning of goldfinger yeah 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 uh yeah he, i painted him gold and then he died he so, so in the school of engineering um one of the the first dean would go to this bagel shop 
constantly with like a bunch of the other faculty and that's where they like planned like what to do with the school of engineering in the future and so when like the school of engineering was built they went to that bagel shop and bought a bagel and had it bronzed ew and put on a plaque what the fuck so in my office there is a bronzed bagel <sighs> why you guys gotta be so extra the fuck does that mean is it like cut in like half? the gum no Dylan. <laughs> You know what? Yes, like the gum. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minty fresh. Is it like cut in half? No, it's a whole bagel. They haven't cut it yet. No, but it's like... No cream what? cheese? No, 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 no. Yes. There's cream cheese on it. Yes. It's not cut in half like vertically. It's no, cut uh, horizontally. It's cut like any fucking sane person <laughs> cuts a bagel. <laughs> Nobody cuts it into two semicircles. I'll eat a bagel whole. Fuck it. <laughs> monster you're the all you're also the type of person who just chomps into oh god cheese sticks and won't peel them that's not like god intended let's not get into this again like god intended (laughs) like craft intended uh monster yeah no yeah it's like it's cut in half whatever half shall be it's cut horizontally bagel it's cut lengthwise bagels are cut in half yes and um but it's like it's like a bagel sandwich so there is cream cheese on it. No, there's like a bunch of stuff in it. There's shit in it, and, and they no bronzed poop. it. Yes. What if they missed a spot, and that thing is rotting? That thing is probably rotting from the inside anyway. It, but what if they missed a spot? You know, when you bronze something, it probably like petrifies it, and also you probably dip it. All right. So. All right, that seems a little safe. It's gonna probably. I'm just imagining like a spray paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You miss a spot, and then it's like, oh, what does that smell? It's just like halfway. It's been here ever since it's just the building like was built. Three lines just like crossed onto it. It's like not even covering half of it. <laughs> that was a really shitty bronze job you did there. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Talk to your mom right now. <laughs> mom, Talk to me. Look what she said. Oh, God. <laughs> My mom texted me and says, who, what is a chola? <laughs> <laughs> That's me, mom. That's me. That's me. <laughs> I'm gonna write that. Oh, not you right now. Talk to my mama. No, we're talking to me. Mama. It's the windy Ooh. Dylan hour. Stop using copyrighted songs. I didn't mean to make you cry. If I'm, I'm not, not back, back again, again this time tomorrow, carry on, carry on. Nothing, nothing really matters. See, you're totally off key. It's not going to copyright in French. Mama! We already did that part. Beelzebub, <laughs> put a devil put aside for me. For me. For me. So, have you seen Wayne's World? No. In that scene where they're... Apparently, that movie made Bohemian Rhapsody popular. Really? Yeah. Wait, when did Wayne's World come out? Late 80s. Okay. Um, Like, it made everyone want to memorize the words to that song. Hmm. Uh, But in that scene, Mike Myers is headbanging, but he's like... He's got this face, and he's not really headbanging as much as you think he would be. And apparently, it's because they did 
that scene so many times that he hurt his neck. Oh, no. And so he's like in pain, but he's still doing it. But that's why his face is all scrunched up like it hurts. It's like John Lennon singing Twist and Shout. Yeah. I wrecked his voice after recording Twist and Shout. And their producer was like, let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And the dark, they wanted to do it again and again because they thought that scene was so funny. Just wore out his neck. Is Wayne's World funny? Yeah, it doesn't seem that way at first, but it actually is. And the ending is like the ending to an SNL skit. Well, isn't it based off of an SNL skit? No. That That's not one of the SNL movies? No, it, I think it's based off the improv of Mike Myers and Dan um, Colvin. Is, is that, that the other guy? I think. I always think it's Andy Dick, and I don't no, know why. Here, let me look it up. I forget <sighs> who it is. Fact checking. Well, I want to be correct. Word podcast fact checkers. Um, yeah, I've never seen Wayne's World. It's alright. It's alright. She's a babe. I like how Mike Myers had like. There's the Mike Myers brand of comedy movie, just like how there's the Adam Sandler brand of comedy movie, mm-hmm. but. Mike Myers, like, burned out way quicker. Dana Carvey. Then I had the letters right. It burned out way quicker than Adam Sandler did. Wait, Dana Carvey? Yeah. I've, I've heard that name before. He did um the Master of Disguise movie that oh. was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his most recent thing. Talking about burning out. No, but there's a scene in Wayne's World where uh, the main babe is Cambodian. It is International Women's Day. You can't say main babe. No, but they say babe as a good way because other people say like, um, she's a hottie or something. And they're like, no, she's a babe. She's a babe. Like It's respectful. She's a babe. They don't refer to the girlfriend as demeaning words i have good words i have the best words i went to college i have so many words <laughs> <laughs> i can count to 10 but like i was saying like mike myers movies went it's as wait, wait i want to tell you about the cambodian girl oh uh so he when he's first talking to her he speaks cambodian to impress her and you think like oh he just learned how to say hello in a few words and she's like, oh, like really surprised that he knows it. And then they have a conversation and the subtitles are going. And you're not sure at first if Mike Myers is actually speaking real Cambodian or not. But then it comes to a point where it's obvious he's just making up gibberish because the subtitles are way too long for what he's saying. And then it comes to a point where he just stops talking, but the subtitles are still going, and uh, she's like still listening, like he's saying something and responding. That's good. <laughs> that's good humor. Yeah, it's good. I like that. But like I was saying, it's like it's Wayne's World, which I mean I can't rank Wayne's World because I've never seen it. And then Austin Powers, mm-hmm. which I've actually not seen that much of Austin Powers, so it's, I can't, it's pretty good. I can't rank that either. I've seen them all, but I feel like Austin Powers is Mike Myers' peak. Mm-hmm. And then Love Guru. What? Oh. Wait, that was him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that, so that's, so that is the. Well, Dana Carvey does improv. I think it's what he's known for, or stand up. 
Okay, I'm not talking about Dana Carvey. I'm talking about Mike Myers. Okay, but like, I guess the Love Guru and Master of Disguise are from the same. Yeah. From the same cloth. Yeah. That's a shame. Oh well. This is a really good chainsaw suit comic, where it's pretending to be a trailer, and it's a guy standing in front of a Love Guru <laughs> poster. Okay. And then he holds up a knife that he was holding off screen and then jabs it into his eye. Ew. And then the title screen comes up and it says, The Happening. What is The Happening? It's that movie about, um, it's that uh, M. Night Shamwell movie. Shamalamalam? Shamalamalam. Shamalamalayas. Shamalamalabingblong. About people that were killing themselves. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. So a PAX at PAX, P A X, not P A C K. PAX, PAX, S. PAX East at Boston, the at, Penny Arcade when, Expo. When we go to Boston. Boston. You going to wear your word shirt? Well, only if no one else wears theirs. Oh, come on. We got to represent. No, we're not. Come on. Come on. You, me, and Mason are going to all wear our award <laughs> shirt on the one day we're going to PAX. Well, if you don't want to wear it, I'm going to wear it. You're going to wear mine? Yeah, because what if Mason wears it, and then you're going to be like, uh, no, I don't want to wear it. Then I'll wear my my uh, Majora's Mask you both. tarot card oh, shirt. Oh, yeah, you should wear that one. No, but you both come out wearing your war t-shirts. You go, you change. <laughs> you change. No, you change. No, you change. <laughs> I thought of it first. <laughs> it was on the top of my suitcase. Who's on top of mine? Wait, am I Dylan or Mason? Uh, f- whoever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> International Women's Day. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you want to talk about news? News! News of the world. Copywritten. Oh, I forgot the email. I was going to say it. Uh, we don't have an email yet. Oh wait, you guys do have an email. We do, but we don't really. Hey, send the mail. Publicize it. Yeah, send the mail at ward hyphen nope games nope that's games not the email address hyphen ward nope ward games <laughs> games hyphen ward. I'm gonna go register that email address. <laughs> games hyphen ward at, <laughs> at you spell out the word hyphen <laughs> at cox.net. I have a cox.net email account. Yeah, so does my mom. Are you going to make fun of Cox now? No, I'm just... Oh, let's talk about that. What? I had to... um, Cox. While I was home this weekend, I had to set up my parents' uh, new Cox box. Are we going into the utilities part of this podcast God now? Damn it. This joke isn't funny anymore. Cox box? Did you ruin it? No. So, um, so Cox now has these uh, small... Um, cable boxes that they call mini boxes and they're for basic cable so they're turning all basic cable into digital signals from uh analog signals so there's no more analog you know bunny ears did this a long time over the wave yeah but this is now they're switching the ones that are over the wire from analog to digital um so you need this modulator a little cable box my dad was calling them cox boxes (laughs) 
which I thought was really funny because he doesn't know the meaning in rowing of a cox box. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. My mind is in the gutter. So a box of cocks. Uh, Floppy dicks. Go on. Um, so I had to help him set these up because he doesn't understand technology. And... Um, So, I remember back in the day when you had to, when you bought something that was HD, like an HD device, like an Xbox 360, it didn't come with a fucking HDMI cord. Now they're just giving out HDMI cords. Because you had to buy your own HDMI cord? For the Xbox 360, you did. Wow. I mean, for like the first two um, uh, hardware revisions, you did. Um, now I'm sure like with the Xbox 360E or whatever it's called, I'm sure it comes with one. And all the current consoles come with one. But for the original runs of the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, you had to buy your own HDMI. Because HDTVs weren't that prevalent back then. But now they are. Did you say HGTV? Yep. Home and Garden Network. <laughs> enabled television. It's just, it wasn't as ubiquitous <laughs> as it is. Now it's playing in my dentist's office. What's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I had so we had to go room to room because there are four TVs in our house, um, and set set them up in each one, and that was a chore because we had to activate them. Moving the mic. Sorry. And um, but so it's I mean it's it's a relatively simple procedure. You just take the cable, you take the coax cable from the wall and plug it into one end of the cable box, and then there's a Either you can plug an HDMI cord into it or a coax cable. And, but my parents don't have any more SDTVs anymore, so we just used... So I was like, all right, we'll just use the HDMI for all of them. <laughs> Except I bought them a Roku stick uh, around Christmas time. And the Roku stick is in one of the HDMI plugs in the TV in the living room. And there are only two HDMI plugs. It's too wide, so I can't fit the other HDMI plug into it. So they're having they have standard definition cable in the living room TV. Oops. So, but I told him I was like, all right, all right, I hooked it up. I was like, all right, Dad, just activate it. And like these things aren't activating themselves because what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to plug them in and plug them into power, and then they go. And then it takes like ten minutes for them to signal back to whatever hub they're signaling to, whatever server farm or whatever data center and then they're supposed to turn on there should be fine but they never did it and so after like 10 minutes of like not working and they say okay it's taking too long to activate just go to this website or call this number and it'll activate and i say okay dad you see the url up there um just go to that website and just hit the activate button i already did it for like two of the boxes so i said just hit the activate button you should be good and they walk off and go do something else um i come back downstairs maybe like 15 20 minutes later it's still not activated and he's sitting there and he's like i couldn't figure it out and he has his phone and he has an iphone he has his iphone unlocked on the phone app uh, with the keypad he's about to call the number i'm like dad if you call that number he's gonna spend another 20 minutes on hold just for them to like flip a switch just go to the website i literally did it before why aren't you going to this website so i take his phone i go safari and i type in the url 
and the the page loads and I scroll down like one finger swipe it's not even the long page I scroll down I say it says activate right there and I hit the activate button he's like oh I didn't know you had to go down the man doesn't know how to use a computer Dylan he's he probably has never been on the internet fair that's probably the first time a safari app has been opened fair <laughs> but I go back upstairs because so so now they have four remotes downstairs. They have a remote for the Roku. They have a remote for the DVD player. They have a remote for the television itself. And they have a remote for this mini box, this Cox box. <laughs> and so, but there's a way to tie, to sync the, the remote with the TV. So you only have to use a remote, the, 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 the cable box remote for both the TV and the, the, the cable box. So I look at the instructions for it and it says, okay, if you have one of these uh, listed brands of television, it'll work. Um, my parents, all the TVs in our house are Westinghouse TVs, and Westinghouse wasn't listed. I was like, well, you can't, you can't, you're gonna have to, you're gonna be stuck with two remotes if you want to watch TV. Sorry, Dad. So I go back upstairs and I come back down a little bit later and he's watching TV. He's like, look, I figured out the the remote. And there are instructions on the back. And I was like, how, why can you follow those instructions to sync this remote to the TV, which you have never done before? We've always had to use like multiple remotes for multiple devices, but you can't just go to this URL and press a button. He's a smart man, just in different ways. It's just uh, like, I don't understand. The internet and technology is very daunting. It's a if scary you have, place. Yeah, if you have no experience with it. I remember when I was younger, he would ask me to go to the Kangol website so he could browse hats. Kangol? Kangol. You ever seen Kangol hats? No. They're like the... I don't care. Okay. <laughs> They're like the, the, the cabbie hats. Oh. But they wear them backwards and they have the yeah. kangaroo on it. There's a bunch of people in the wire wear the hats. Your dad probably has 15. Yeah, no, nope. Yes, he does. But that was like, I think that was like his first introduction to the internet. He's like, you just, you just shop for stuff. Hey, 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 Mr. Perez, give me that computer candy. <laughs> That's not what he said. What did he say? I'm going to computer that candy You're or gonna something. You're going to computer us some candy. Yeah, because the computer internet us a hat. just came out and they found out they can buy candy online. Have you ever seen the original version of the Apple store? Mm-mm. It looked like someone took a newspaper ad for like a full page newspaper ad for computers for apple computers and then put it on a website so um it's like at the the serif font it's just because apple used to be really obsessed with the serif font back then i probably didn't use the apple like store until college what do you mean the apple store i got all my music off limeware so I was really good at getting LimeWire music onto my iTunes. I knew how to do that perfectly. But yeah, because you just drag the MP3s no, and no, drop them in no, the iTunes. No, it's not always that easy. You have to finagle it sometimes. Finagle. No, but I, I literally did not buy any music. So going to the Apple store was like a treat. I'm shaking my head at you. It was like when I got a iTunes gift card, it's like, oh, I can buy like... I can buy real people legal music. Legal music now. <laughs> and I don't have to... But I always felt bad. It's like, oh, what am I going to... What am I going to use it for? So many options. I don't have to just... And then I always feel like I waste it. It's like, oh, I could have bought something better. 
I don't have to just record myself singing along to the song and then <laughs> save that and that'd be the version of the song that I have. No, you know what I used to do? I, I learned this from my cousin Brienne. Uh, we would record the radio oh, with no. cassette tapes and make a mixtape. And so I bet that sounded great. Well, sometimes, you know, like the DJ cuts in at the end of the song. So that would get on the recording before we could stop it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was. And so we would be listening to these mixtapes a lot. And so I would memorize when these DJ cuts were coming in in between the songs. And that was just part of my memory, like how you memorize what song comes next on a CD. I've had that before. Um, There's some website where you could just stream. Not You could basically stream music and just listen to selected songs um but it wouldn't have like an entire artist catalog you'd go you'd search Jimi hendrix or something on this thing and be like so you would memorize the order of that no instead i of- i wouldn't memorize the order my my memory is some of the songs would skip oh yeah so my yeah. brain <laughs> expects the skipped version yeah now when i listen to the song it ha- it was manic depression because there's like a part where he's like, I know what I want, but I just don't know. But in the version that I had listened to online, he's like, I know what I want, but I just don't. No, 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 <laughs> And I was like, that sounds cool. <laughs> I had a corrupted file of low uh, T-Pain. Oh, uh, obviously, I know, you know it, my favorite song. You sing it. You know it. It's the one you know. Um, I had a version that was... It was the full song. And then I had a version that cut off after like the first stanza. <laughs> so the rest of the song was just silence. It was like still going, but it's just silence. Is it LimeWire? Yeah. So Joint? I I would expect it to cut sometimes in that song <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> so and I'd be surprised when it kept going. My dad told me about how um, eight tracks, you know, precursor to the mm-hmm. cassette tapes, you know, have eight track players in, in your car, how they had... um when it would switch over to the other side, it had this metallic clink. Yeah. And so he, so he was telling me how he had a eight track of Aqualung and his memory of Aqualung. It just, when it gets to the B side, it just goes and then switches over. Music. I can't believe you used LimeWire. I never, I never use LimeWire. I didn't have any, but that's not the point. It's super sketchy. You know how many viruses you could have downloaded? I probably got a lot, and that's probably why our computer died. <laughs> this computer, um, it was our living room computer. It died. <laughs> we, we buried it in the back. No, Albert smashed it in the backyard. <laughs> God, this is such a fucking well, adolescent boy bullshit thing we, to do we had a computer die once and albert and i took it apart and we looked at all the insides and we were like really fascinated with it and so this one died and i was like oh i don't care i've seen the inside of a computer before and he was like yeah i have to i don't really care either so he smashed it <laughs> with a hammer yeah like a sledgehammer uh, like a mallet or no, like a hammer it was hammer probably like a hammer not the like monitor the sure the motherboard but part. still you're supposed to that's e-waste yeah Electronics waste. Yeah, but you only get to do that so many times in your life. <laughs> Before the call of cops. <laughs> um, Mason did a huge report on um, a way to categorize 
and handle e-waste for the brand center. Cool. I'll ask him about it next time he's on. Yeah. Uh, you want to do news now? Sure. News time. News from the front. Unique New York. This is going to be hard to do because now I got to stay close to the mic and well, here, uh, I got the news. You got, you got the news? We're going to talk about bears. <laughs> okay, let me bring that up. Bears, 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 bears. Bear simulator gets shut down thanks to internet drama. Did you read this article? Yes. So why? I you... really want to play this game. Because it's a, you play as a bear? Yeah, it sounds hilarious. I, mean, I like games like that. Did, have you ever seen Goat Simulator? No, I've seen... Um, hey. uh, there's another silly one. Cat um, lateral damage? No. Well, you did show me that one. I like cat ladder damage. Yeah. I mean, we own I Am Bread. Yeah. I like games like that. And, or uh, Octodad. Octodad, yeah. yeah. Deadliest silly, Catch. Silly games. Yeah, so it's just this guy. He um, he made this game. I believe it was on Kickstarter. Yeah, and he still hasn't fulfilled some of the long-term goals that he promised. It turned out! Oh, God. <laughs> when it first started I thought I thought it was your ringtone I was like I've never heard this ringtone before they started talking I was like this is a yeah, ringtone yeah I have a ringtone of a lady trying to sell me something yeah, well happy international women's day <laughs> um yeah so he made like so fuck PewDiePie for one <laughs> alright well let's do this in order so he um he made a kickstarter about this game called bear simulator and it's like you know like goat simulator cat lara damage um, this one is first person. He plays a first person bear and there's like some, you know, it's like a comedy game. He mm-hmm. plays a bear and you go around and do bear things. Um, he raised a hundred thousand dollars on Kickstarter. Yeah. So seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Good idea. And he, um, and for the resources he had, apparently it was a pretty well-made game. Yeah. It was buggy. Yeah, but so some people were... He was cl- working on it. So some people were complaining about the bugs, but it was like mostly positive um, uh, response from people. And then PewDiePie played it, and apparently PewDiePie tore it apart. Um, and so his nine-year-old minions went after <laughs> this guy and liked all the negative reviews on Steam, saying they were helpful. So I'm guessing it has a pretty bad rating on steam now um let me check but uh pewdiepie has since uh made that video private so you can no longer watch it um but yeah it's just but so the developer just says he's done like he's not gonna he like he's gonna fulfill his promises to the kickstarter backers and the backer wars and he's gonna do some bug fixes and stuff but i think he's pretty much done with this game i don't know if he's done with games in general but no user reviews say still mostly positive 78 percent well, that's really lame because sure pewdiepie can say a game's bad fine but i'm not saying he's in charge of his fan base based on his fans ages but he should encourage people to not just blatantly rage on someone Based on his opinion. Well, I've watched PewDiePie for all of five seconds. Oh, so. I've watched it because unfortunately my little brother wants to be a YouTuber just like PewDiePie. But um, 
it feels like a lot of his stuff is based on shock value. Yeah, it's okay. So because he's just kind of like screaming at the microphone. Yeah, it's really annoying because my brother Sammy has picked up on these habits, and now he does it when he plays video games. So he's essentially oh good copying this, and I can hear it. And he just it's like you can't comment on every single second of every single moment. So a lot of it is you're just talking at your butt. And it's just filler. Well, um, two of the the there are some local YouTubers, uh, two brothers, I think it's Nick and Joe. They make uh, instant replay live, and they spoke at the panel at uh, before the Global Game Jam a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about like the value of like a long play, just like a continuous stream, versus like one of the a, a shorter kind of play where so it's, you cut to the interesting parts yeah oh, yeah but and like you can I, allow a natural progression of your experience yeah and i mean i like I, I feel like the 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 giant bomb videos are the long play kind of format where they are uh they they don't cut anything mm-hmm. out but it's good because they have two people so they can fill the space that way and also they also fill it with um information about the game yeah more interesting and not commentary. just reactions <laughs> Look at me, I'm wacky. Um, but back to the point of his fans' responses to the game. If he knew about it enough to make that video private, yeah, he should have said something like, "Guys, that's not how you treat someone who makes a game." That's that's kind of the smoking gun there. It's the fact that he, that he made it private. Yeah, but um, like he knows what's going on. But. He's not taking responsibility. Him saying, but I mean, like, look, if you have a fan base and you garner a fan base based off your personality and then they respond the way one would expect them to respond because they've garnered around you and you've unintentionally, like, lined them up and sent them uh, raging against a certain person, like, yeah, that's on you, but also, like, him coming out and apologizing or telling his fans not to do that, I don't really think he's going to do much because I've seen that kind of response He should before. encourage them to think for themselves. But the way he should do that is by making different content. Yeah, I guess. Because this whole product is watch me and what I think of this game. Yeah. And now he has that, that um, YouTube Red show that's about just scaring him. And I've never heard his like catchphrase before before we were saw that trailer before some youtube video PewDiePie. i was like oh my god it awoke in me a feeling i forgot i had it's like those kids that were in school with you and sometimes you were friends with them because they were cool but they just did some things so it was like man you gotta stop doing that because either it's super dorky or it's super annoying, and if you keep doing it, I'm going to not be your friend anymore. And it, it just reminds me of those kids that did that. And Harsh. they, it just, that's the feeling it awoke in me. It's like, you could be such a better person if you didn't do that one thing. <laughs> just that one thing. Just please stop. <laughs> stop making the YouTube videos. <laughs> just stop. No, it's just the, uh, it's gross. Well, so I don't, I think, I think, Everyone's kind of at fault in this example. I feel like the developer is 
overreacting to what seems like a minority because I just checked the Steam reviews. Yeah. They're mostly positive. But I also think PewDiePie, uh, Mr. Felix, uh, I forget his last name. It's... Just call him PewDiePie. 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 Please stop doing that. (laughs) He, um, you know, he's kind of at fault for kind of tearing into this guy. I don't know if he does this a lot. I don't know if he tears into people a lot. Because I I thought his whole shtick was just like, just getting really excited. Yeah, their gut talking about games. So I never I never thought he was one to just like angrily like. No, but gut reactions are very shallow. So there's no thought put into his uh, view of the game. I don't think he goes in depth with like, oh, here are the high points, here are the low points. Here's how I came to my decision. Is like, nope. I'm going to play this game. Here's... And there's nothing wrong with that kind of video. And I can understand why this whole thing came about. Um, And I agree with you. I think the developer might have overreacted. But, I mean, and maybe he's just feeling discouraged now and he'll come around later. I think so. I hope so. Because, I mean, I mean, game looks good. Yeah. Uh. And hopefully he keeps those Kickstarter people... Oh, I think Keeps he will. Promises. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any doubt about that. Because, I mean, that's definitely burning a bridge you don't want to burn. Yeah. Um, it just stinks that the attention he's getting about this game is the fact that he's reacting to a reaction and not about the quality of his game because it seems like his game looks pretty good. So that's a shame. Any publicity is good publicity, though. Mm-hmm. Spoken like a true business student. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Uh, do you want to talk about anything else? I read the Microsoft stuff, um, and I listened to that podcast that Polygon does. Was it Newsworthy? Newsworthy, yeah. They're Did one of it? 27... Po- I don't listen to any of the Poly- Polygon podcasts. I just listened to it because it was in the article. Uh-huh. Did you see the response that when or Microsoft made? <laughs> yeah, okay. So let's talk about this story. So... uh. Microsoft was talking about they had like um they had like some spring showcase a week or two back um showing off games coming out so like Quantum Break things like that um here heard of Quantum Break no have you heard of Alan Wake yes okay it's by the people who made Alan Wake okay um and they were talking about the the Microsoft the the Windows platform. And like Windows Store for Windows 10, things like that. And one of the things they were talking about was this uh, new standard for making games or other applications for Windows 10 called the uh, Universal Windows Platform. And so to put your app or to get the blessing of, of Microsoft, if you want your application on Windows 10, it has to be a Universal Windows Platform application or I, I i don't know i don't know how strictly they're enforcing this i don't know if it's highly suggested well based on what. the response they aren't being as restrictive as that guy said i forget his name uh sweeney's his last name i yeah. forget what so he essentially is. said it was gonna be just like the apple store or the android store where you have to buy whatever they have because that's all you can get, and it's based on what they approve and what they decide to exclude. Yeah, it's Tim Sweeney's, the co-founder of Epic Games. But there's more to it than that. Like, um, 
Well, that's the only part he had issue with, was making it exclusive and possibly monopolizing it. Yeah. But also, um, executables on the Windows Store have other uh, restrictions, like um, like there's no mod support. And which is a big deal in on Steam because there's like the Steam Workshop and people can make modifications to games and stuff. And there's going to be mod support for Fallout on the Xbox. So, uh, that's weird. Um, well, how do people mod stuff usually? Well, you have to look at like the binaries or some some part of the the source code of the game. So it involves like taking a look at the DLLs, which is well, like, is it odd because they're doing it on the Xbox? Well, yeah, that part's odd because Xbox usually doesn't support mods. But you have to do it on a PC. Yeah. Um, so it's odd that they have one platform that's going the more restrictive route, which used to be the more open mm-hmm. platform PC, and now the Xbox, which used to be the more restrictive platform, is well, now becoming the more open. Doesn't it make sense to one. open up the Xbox? Because I mean, if you've got an Xbox, they've already got you. Like. No. Why. I don't, I don't understand that train of logic. Like you're using their product. So when they want to rein in computer users. No, that's that's the whole appeal of the PC is to, to have this, to have this accessibility. Right. And now they're, according to Sweeney, trying to close it. Right. Like pushing out Steam and what was the other one? Uh, GOG is an or oh. Origin. GOG is uh CD Project um store and Origins EA's store, but it's it's the same thing you see on on uh Mac platform or OS ten. It's it's the Apple Store or the Mac App Store is where you get most of your apps. And even if you don't have an app on there, you have to have a Apple certificate to be able to install your app but you can still turn that stuff off like i have it turned off because like for my physics classes we're using little java applets that obviously are like five ten years old and obviously don't have uh apple certification or apple certificates so my my computer flags them it's like this isn't this isn't secure i'm like it's from the university of colorado it's fine it's just they don't have a certificate and the issue is Sure, you can do that, but it requires you to dig a little deeper. Right, but on the and creates hassle for the universal Windows platform. They're claiming that it's going to be even more restrictive. Like you can't even install apps outside the Windows Store, like at all, or it's going to be even more restrictive than what you find. And it's just the PC has been this bastion for openness, and in doing so, allows for more creativity. But this is all kind of hearsay from Tim Sweeney. This is also hearsay from uh, Gabe Newell a year or two back kind of made these same claims around the time when they started introducing SteamOS, which is a Linux skew, because he was afraid like when Windows 8 came out that like, oh, they're trying to lock it down. They're trying to make this walled garden that Apple has, because look at Apple, like theirs is so appealing. They can funnel everything through their uh, software store. And then Apple gets 30% of the cut. Well, Microsoft's like, well, we want 30% of a cut. Look at all the PCs that are out there. Like if we make a universal uh, platform and marketplace, 
for all the applications on Windows, we can make so much more money. But then Windows went ahead and responded saying that's not the case. We're not going to be that restri- restrictive, which makes sense because if they're going to open up the Xbox to allow mods, yeah, like there's no way they would start closing stuff down on the other side when making sense. Like they're already in second place in the video game game right now when making sense. But it's just interesting that like these other um um leaders in the industry are coming out and kind of like speaking their mind to make sure that the the platform holders can't play nice. But it's also interesting because Microsoft has also had kind of like a weird week with um closing or shutting down uh, Fable Legends. Poor Peter Molyneux. Well, Peter Molyneux's gone. Yeah, but it's his baby. Yeah, I would feel bad too. I was wondering what he was thinking, but so they're canceling Fable Legends, which has been that I don't know. I don't know how long it's been in development, but it's the too long. Most recent um game in the Fable franchise, and it's kind of like a a, a different take on what the Fable games used to be. It's like a cooperative, multiplayer, synchronous like cooperative slash competitive multiplayer game kind of something like uh, Left 4 Dead or something like that and it's been in development at uh, Lionhead and so Fable Legends is confirmed to be cancelled and they're getting rid of Lionhead and Lionhead is rumored to be closing as well as Lionhead UK well Lionhead is headquartered in the UK oh I thought they were talking about two different studios no there's just Lionhead I, Lion, I, I think it's like an Edinburgh or something mm-hmm. I don't know but yeah, that stinks because, I mean, Lionhead's been around forever and the Fable games are good games. And it always stinks when you turn a studio into like a franchise factory, kind of like how EA did with Maxis. And then you're like, all right, your franchise isn't doing well anymore. What's what's Why is that? I'm like, I don't know. Why do you keep making us just make games from this franchise? No back talk. Close it down. And so it's... It, feels like mismanagement on the part of the uh parent company don't put your eggs in one basket yeah don't put your don't put your feet in one shoe don't put your lions in one mane don't spend all your pennies in one's place don't spin all the plates on one stick before the piper gets its due don't (laughs) don't go breaking my heart don't shit where you eat (laughs) what Don't go to bed with an itchy butt. Or you'll wake up with a stinky finger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So take our advice. (laughs) (laughs) Microsoft. You listening? (laughs) Don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my. Don't go breaking my heart. Don't go breaking my. I won't go breaking your heart. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I'm going to school tomorrow. You're going to school tomorrow for a full day. Full day. So what's a what's a what are the hours for a full school day? At starts at nine. What is school? Seven hours long? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I should probably. Figure, I figured it ends around three or four. You know, we're turning into boring adults when I'm looking forward to like a regular work day that starts at a given hour and ends at a given hour. Why? 
Well, because I'm just so s- sick of like erratic college school schedules. No, it's great because you can go home and have snacks. Yeah, that's cool. But and do your homework. Then for I don't want to. I don't want to go back to class at like, all. My classes are in the afternoon, and evening. Yeah, those are hard to go to, especially when you got to walk. Like, it's it's that eleven a.m. to three p.m. range is where I'm where I'm best. But like, most of my classes start at either two or later. Yeah. And I have one nine a.m. class. That's not fun. I don't go breaking my. I don't go breaking your heart. <laughs> we should uh, record an album. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not going to be full songs. It's just going to be clips of songs. Yeah. We just mash all <laughs> these sound bites together. Yep, just like that. Our album is going to sound like that. The commercial for the album that has like clips of all <laughs> the songs. Your favorite bands. <laughs> it's gonna be like Kids Bop. <laughs> now that's what I call Ward. Twenty-eight. This, this is the Ward podcast album. We got, we're coming out with a Christmas. This album. is the Ward podcast Christmas album. All right, Wendy. All right, Dylan. All right, Wendy. I'm getting sleepy. You getting sleepy? I gotta go to bed. All right. Got a big day tomorrow. Big day. It's almost time for the big day. What's the big day? The big day. What's the big day? It's where big things happen. We missed the Super Bowl. No, the bigger day. What's the bigger day? It's the day after International Women's Day. Oh, yeah. Internet Women's Boxing Day. <laughs> um, Is that where you beat up women or you become independent from women? What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. That's bad. Dylan. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) International Women's Day. Go. So yeah, what do you what do you got planned? You got a big day coming up? For women's boxing day? Yeah. No. What are you doing tomorrow? Working. Sounds boring. Oh. You know what sucks? I got a full day of school, and then I got to go to work until midnight. But at least you get a gun. I do not. (laughs) Why does everyone assume I get a gun? You're a security guard. Shouldn't you get a gun? No. What about all the perps? What about all the perps you're busting? I'm not. Busting perps. I'm ignoring them, so I don't have to deal with them. (laughs) Ah, the life of a true security guard. (laughs) All right, Wendy. All right, Dylan. We're shutting this thing down. Okay. All right. Pew. Cue the ambulance. Uh.